0: at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas.
1: A lot of Oklahoma fans, they remember your time very fondly and have followed you along as you become a a head coach and watched your career. and I know that relationship with with OU is a little complicated, but what was it like seeing, you know, Oklahoma on the schedule uh, in, in 2024?
2: Yeah, the, I mean, the, the relationship with Oklahoma really isn't complicated. I got nothing but great memories uh, of the people and, uh, you know, my time there. Um, I, I certainly do. And it's a huge, you know, I got a chance to talk about Mike Leach uh, a few minutes ago back in, uh, backstage and, and, uh, in an interview and, you know, Everybody there helped shape who I am and and where I'm at today. And and, uh, still got a lot of great friends and teammates that live back there. So um, the opportunity to go back to Oklahoma, yeah, I wish they were coming to to Knoxville first. But uh, uh, I say that jokingly. But um, looking forward to that opportunity. That's a long ways down the road, man. Focused on 23. But that will be a unique day in my career, obviously, to go back there.
3: Well, there's Josh Heupel talking about his time at Oklahoma, and I hope, uh, I hope he gets welcomed back. And I, I mean, I know he, he will, will. He, I don't. But know I hope it's, a second. I hope it's one of those things that uh, he listen. He loves here, loves it here. He loves that he played here, loves that he won a championship here. He's still really close with a lot of his his teammates. I just think that coming back here as head coach at Tennessee being welcomed being celebrated I think it's just going to change his perspective on the place like I don't think that the it's it's just his his it'll change his final memories of the place right the last time yeah. he was here and left it just wasn't good I mean no. there's just how it is. Well, that,
4: that result that you I think mean, he- that result you think is going to happen is, yeah. dude. Everyone is rooting for that to happen. Everyone yeah. that roots for OU associated with OU. I think even Brent Venables, man, Joe Leon I think everyone's rooting for that to happen. I have no doubt that OU is going to do everything that it can do to for Josh to walk away after that game to say like, yeah, that's that's that that is home. I yeah, I, I love that place. Yep. we're all good now. Yep.
3: That's that's all I think that needs to happen, and I think it will.
4: And I and I hope it really does for obvious reasons. But he is on the college football hall of fame ballot, and it would be really cool if that whole deal could be mended. He gets into the college football hall of fame, and there's no there's no there's nothing awkward between Josh and OU. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because when he gets in the college football hall of fame. I'd love for Bob to be there, like all of, all of his guys to be there. It'd just be cool if it wasn't awkward at all. You have that game, everything's mended and everything's good. I think that's what yep. everyone wants, man. That's what everyone wants. I agree. And, and I, I agree. I, I'm just I was kind of looking back at what Tennessee has not done since Philip Fulmer left. Does does Heupel get enough credit for what he's done so far at Tennessee? Because after Fulmer left, and he's the Second, winning as head coach in program history, only behind the guy that they named the stadium after out there in Knoxville. But after Fulmer, you had Kiffin, who was seven and six. He was out after a year. Derek Dooley was 15 and 21. He got fired. Butch Jones was 34 and 27. He got fired. Jeremy Pruitt was 16 and 19. He got fired. And now here's Josh Heupel, 18 and 8 already, and he's won an Orange Bowl, a New Year's Six bowl game and had them very yeah. close to a college football playoff first. so a program that some people left for dead he's revived it and they have more juice than they've had since like the early 2000s late 90s
3: well there's no doubt um i i'm sure it's hard to say being on the outside but i got to imagine they are they're just thrilled he's 2 years in what's what's his overall record Year one I just, some i just yeah 18 and Yeah. 8 really good promise and then the way they see it's like mixed feelings right because last year it was rolling so good beat Bama and then like the way it ended was not how they wanted it to end but still in a really really good spot moving forward and I think that they're going to be I mean I it'll be interesting to see what happens at quarterback with Milton but I think they're they're in territory where they could be better than they were a year ago.
4: He can throw the, the that football over the mountains. Uh, he was at the Manning no Passing kidding. Academy. That dude. I don't know if there's anyone that has a stronger arm in college football than him. That that doesn't mean I think he's the best quarterback, but I don't know if anyone can throw the football further than him. It's ridiculous. No,
3: they can't. His arm is incredible. That video from last year, whenever they were. Did they play were, Did they play in the Orange Bowl?
4: Yeah, they beat Clemson in the Orange Bowl.
3: Yeah. So, like, when they were practicing for that, someone, like, tossed him an orange and said, how far can you throw this? And he was, like, standing on, like, the 10-yard line or
4: something. And he threw it to Cuba. And thro- I remember that.
3: He threw it out over the field and, like, against the wall back behind the field on the other end. It was insane. Yeah, he's, he's got an absolute cannon. Huge dude. He can run. He can move around. Uh, looked really good in their in their bowl game. Yeah, he's going to be a dangerous player.
4: Hype was also asked about the honor of being on the College Football Hall of Fame ballot, and uh, he reminisced about his days at OU as well. How about that line there at the ends? Um, big reason why I'm up here right now, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's right. It's right. It's, it is it is right. I mean, mm-hmm. his, his playing career did help, but not everyone, you know, admits that or maybe even sees that. So, I, I don't know. Like good, good. He, he said a few things today that really impressed me, and, and that was one yeah. of them. It's like, you know, great time in Oklahoma, that special team, and one of the reasons why I'm up here, to be honest.
3: How about – I mean, just like an old quarterback, too. Uh, Twenty plus years later, still remembers to shout out the five offensive linemen, right? Five O linemen in front of him. Oh, yeah, so very, Captain very cool. Captain Frank <laughs> Mangino,
4: I can hear it now, Frank Romero. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: that's funny. Yeah, good stuff from uh, from Hike. They got a tough one this year, man. Isn't their schedule – didn't we look at it, their schedule's really difficult? Which not a shock,
4: uh, but – I mean, they – Or do
3: they not – they have Georgia at home this yeah, year, right?
4: Yeah, they got Georgia at home, but, you know, and Florida's down, right? So, like, they get – well, they get Georgia at home and they'll get South Carolina at home. So, yeah. that, that could be the two best teams outside of Tennessee in the SEC East. Um, they do have to go to Alabama this time around, so – Georgia at home and Alabama on the road will be their two toughest games. And the P.O. Alabama revenge tour, um, we'll we'll see how Tennessee Mm. fares in that, but that that could be a tough spot for them.
3: Well, Alabama's not going to be any good this year. They're going to lose to Texas right out of the gate. Nick Saban's lost it. His legacy is is really in jeopardy. Yeah. Uh, But, oh, yeah, a quick fact check says he's got the most talented roster in all of college football. You give the best coach. The most talented roster, I kind of like the odds of them having a really good season.
4: Five eight zero 0 on the Knipple-Meyer Chevrolet text line. Love Josh Heupel. I just can't stand Tennessee's fan base. As an alumni of OU, I would be appalled if we absolutely trashed the field because we were losing. That did happen with golf balls and mustard bottles and everything else in between, empty beer mm-hmm. bottles. But... I think Tennessee's fan base overall, um, that was a bad moment for them. Maybe their worst moment. But I think all in all, compared to the other fan bases, they may uh, be at least one of my favorites, I guess.
3: Soon we'll be able to brush all horrible behavior off as just it means more. Right? Yep. No, not that be of an excuse. excuse for everything? Yeah. Well, I know
4: we acted up a little bit. We threw a couple whiskey bottles at the side judge there. But, hell, it just means more. What do you want?
3: <laughs> uh, that's good. Good stuff. Yeah, man, I'm um, – I'm – It still kind of feels like we're – Because of the schedule and everything, It. it's not a harsh reality, but – it does – it's still a long ways out. It's kind of hard to focus on this season thinking about all that stuff and talking about all that stuff in the future. But um, I don't know. I, I, just, I just pray that it goes well this year. It should. Everything points in that direction right now. But nothing is guaranteed, right?
4: We, we found that out the hard way last year. So no excuses, but, yeah, I guess nothing's guaranteed. Beamer says, yes, OU is ready for the SEC. Other coaches say, yeah, look at the history. I think OU is ready for the SEC. Sooner Scoop had an inter- interview with ESPN's Ryan McGee. He was also asked, if is OU ready for the SEC? All right, Ryan McGee has no question with the facilities and game day environment and everything else. Is he right?
3: Well, yeah. Uh, here's the thing. like Everyone gauges that question differently. Do, like, some people, whenever they're asked that question, they take it as, are they going to come in and win the conference right away? And their response to that is, no, they're not ready. But – I mean, is, is Mississippi State ready for the SEC?
4: They have a strange way to that of showing it is, if the answer is yes.
3: Well, I, that's what I'm saying. If the answer to Mississippi State being ready for the SEC is yes, well, then Oklahoma's more than ready. Is Florida ready for the SEC?
4: I don't think they're ready for Utah I mean, in Week One. So, I, but I, I understand what you mean. It 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 means yeah. different things to different people. Some it means the roster. Some it means is the town ready, the fans. Like it's right. Yeah, it's everyone's gonna have a different response. But for what it's worth, the media and the coaches at the SEC, they mainly pointed to, and you heard Ryan McGee say it was sooner scoop. They mainly pointed to the history of. Well, history shows me. That yes, OU is ready for the SEC. They've been fine before. They'll be fine here.
3: Right. Well, I just point out the rest of the, the teams in the SEC. Right. They will be, Oklahoma will be as or more ready than everyone in the SEC that's already there except for maybe three, possibly four teams. All right? Other than that just as ready as auburn just as ready as kentucky just as ready as missouri south carolina vanderbilt uh florida texas a&m old miss arkansas like all of those teams uh, oklahoma today not by the not 2024 today it, it can stand toe to toe with any one of those teams without question
4: so what'd you 100%. say maybe four teams at the most that they won't be as ready as in the SEC, right, before. And yeah. you're probably going with Bama, Georgia, Tennessee, and LSU. I was just trying to think of how many teams, how many of those teams they actually play in 24. You, you do get three of those. Um, but yeah. a, a, lot, a lot can change in a year, right? LSU does today. What does LSU look like next year after losing the quarterback? Tennessee looks like that right. today. What do they look like a year from now? So, sure.
3: Well, well here's the thing, like – If you go down and play a top 10 LSU team at LSU at night and play a really tough game and lose by a field goal, does that mean that you weren't ready for the SEC? No, that's not what that means. Being ready doesn't mean that you win every single game, it's just in my opinion, it means that you're prepared to stand toe-to-toe with anyone that you play on a given weekend, and I think we're ready for that right now for the most part. Uh, like, for- but we're not trying to just go in and be one of the guys. Like So whenever we think of that, we think of it in terms of, are we ready to go in and win a, a conference championship? And that's why we say, uh, mm, not yet. Roster's not there yet. But the roster right now is already better than a massive majority of SEC teams.
4: Sooner Nick says, if OU ever fired Brent Vittables or he left OU, would they hire Josh Heupel to head coach? I don't think Josh Heupel will ever be the head coach at OU. I think uh, as long as Josh Heupel keeps winning, Tennessee will continue to roll. Yeah, They will pay him a whole bunch of money. Um, yeah, I, I, I think – I think there's a chance that Josh Heupel could be a lifer at Tennessee, or at least for the rest of his career. You know what I mean?
3: As long as things go well for him there, he's Tennessee is a place that you don't leave, unless like unless like funding disappears or it ain't
4: disappearing. Facilities
3: out there. disappear. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's 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 been a long time since they've had a lot of success, but as you can tell already, and just two uh, not overwhelming successful years, but two, two of the best years they've had in a long time, uh, you can already see how many people jump on board and how big of a deal it is. It's a program that you just don't leave.
4: And there's, there's several SEC pro- – like with, with where the SEC stands now, with how much they're paying, how much they're getting revenue share-wise compared to the other conferences, I think a lot of coaches want to get the SEC, and if you got one of the top jobs – uh, I, I, I there, there's something to be said about um, job security in the SEC, and if Heupel has it, I don't think he'll be jumping ship.
3: Most of the jobs in the SEC are are good enough jobs that you only leave that one for a very a very specific handful of schools, and either either one that. You have very close ties to that is still a big name school, or a blue blood. Other than that, you just you don't leave for anything
4: else. Still, uh, it's still crazy to me. Like, how many times in the history of college football would someone have left Notre Dame for LSU? Uh, not very many, right? And Brian Kelly did that yeah. recently. Left Notre Dame, all-time winningest head coach at Notre Dame, left to go to LSU
3: during a good run it's like it was it's been one of their their more consistent runs too it's not like they were they were really down or anything they've they've been really competitive lately all right quick timeout more from the rush coming up final hour rolls on here from Westwood
0: this is the ref sports radio network
1: at Lander Chevy Norman we're feeling good how good jumping into summer savings good and the hottest selection in town good Right now, take up to 8250 off the new half-ton Silverado or up to 6500 off and financing as low as 1.9%. Also, shop our large pre-owned selection backed by the Landers Advantage. So feel good all summer long and shop Landers Chevrolet of Norman and Norman.com. Find new roads. Must finance with GM Financial.
2: Does your checking account come with respect, gratitude, wisdom? At Armstrong Bank, That's what you can expect. For more than a century, we've been serving up exceptional customer service and financial guidance to our customers across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Open a checking account today so we can serve you too. Armstrong Bank, strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank today. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Reliable,
0: fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high speed fiber services to your homes, businesses and schools. Make sure to visit us today at oecfiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber, we're taking internet, phone and TV services where no one else will. Welcome to the best casino in the metro. your favorite
2: games don't miss our $60,000 double play and double winnings giveaway
0: play with your wild card for a chance to win a share of $60,000
2: Fridays and Saturdays in July
0: Riverwind is the best place to play
4: Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity System comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113.
2: Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems.
4: My son, Ian, was diagnosed with a
0: brain tumor at the age of 16 months. We had no hope until St. Jude rescued us. He's alive because of what St. Jude has done. He's here because of the doctors who came before, their blood, their sweat, their tears, the knowledge
1: accumulated and shared you know, with everyone else around the world. This is how we help kids beat cancer all over.
0: Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org.
1: Coach Stoops here for Van Hoos Fence. If you want to work with the best local fence company and get championship service, contact my friend Mark and the Van Hoos Fence team. Van Hoos Fence gives each customer the most professional craftsmanship and competitive pricing in Oklahoma. From wood, to chain link, to vinyl, to metal fences. The Van Hoos Fence team does it all. Contact the Fencing All Americans at Van Hoos Fence, 405 735 1167 or bhfence.com. I actually get uh, mistaken for you a lot. I go to high school football
4: games a lot, and they'll actually call me Lane Kiff, and I just want to know what your thought is if you think I actually look like you, or they're just. They're just uh, Seeing see you things.
1: What's your mom's
3: name? <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta ask my dad some questions now.
0: <laughs> I get that actually too. Like, like, I'll be walking through somewhere and somebody will be like, are you Lane Kiffin? And I'll be like, no, I hate that dude. He sucks. <laughs> it's really cool, because the conversation's like over and you can keep moving.
4: I guess, uh get you a head coach that can do both. Basically say that college football's ruined and it sucks now, but also make some mom jokes in the same uh, press conference. That's what Lane Kiffin did today, head coach at Ole Miss.
3: Pretty nice good. Guy. Pretty good. I do I'll, love that I'll line. give it to Lane.
4: I do love that line. Hey, are you Lane Kiffin? No, I hate that guy. He sucks and just keeps walking. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I'll give it to him. He was uh, he was pretty good. He was pretty good today. I, I think his NIL stuff is on point, you know, and I'm glad that he actually says it. I don't know why everyone else is so scared to say it. They feel like it's going to hurt him in recruiting or hurt him in the transfer portal. I mean, it has. I don't think it's hurt Lane Kiffin. I mean, they've recruited well, especially uh, for Ole Miss standards, and they have done well in the transfer portal. I think I saw that they had 20 guys that they signed from the portal. Yep. So I, I'm just I'm I'm surprised. No one else speaks out like that, like he does. He's not saying that players shouldn't get anything. That's not what he's saying. He's just saying that like, the system as it is now is just squirrely as it could be.
4: And it is. It's exactly that. Yeah. Like, there, was a, um, there was a linebacker from Clemson, I think yesterday, entered in the transfer portal. T.J. Dudley, I think he's a former four-star, whatever. Anyway, he enters into the portal yesterday. Well after the deadline that we always hear about the portal. Well, the mm-hmm. deadline's today to enter the portal, which felt like it was about three months ago. And apparently this kid is immediately eligible. So even the transfer portal, the ability to just pick up and leave, like I, I guess you can just, there's so many loopholes, you can enter into the portal whenever you want and still be eligible the next year. is what it sounds like to me. So yeah. this whole deadline yep. stuff is crap that, we keep, that keeps being brought up.
3: Right. Well, I think – I mean, there's so many different rules. There's obviously the uh, – some of the, the windows where you enter the transfer portal. But I think as a graduate transfer, I don't think there's any restriction on when you can transfer, is there? I, I'm under like the impression Like as long as it's, it's before the not. school year starts. I'm under the impression
4: yeah. that, that – yeah. Uh, okay, by the way, you said Tennessee's a job that you don't leave another gig for, something to that effect. Yeah. Text line was quick to remind um, – you know, Doug Miles says Muleshoe would leave Tennessee. 405 says, well, OU right. is a school that you don't leave either. We got a lot of uh, Muleshoe comments. Someone said uh, from the 512, after Dip Snit left us for USC, <laughs> nothing will ever surprise me. I, had to, I yeah. had to make sure that I got that one right.
3: Well, yes. I. That is really an exception to the rule. I mean, I think it's – I, I guess – Lane Kiffin left left Tennessee, right?
4: For USC, you know? yes. Right.
3: So, I mean, there's a handful of exceptions out there, but I mean, for the most part, you you don't leave programs like that. And you know, I not unless you're forced or you know, in in Lincoln's situation with the SEC move like, on the horizon, and who knows? Like, at that point, who knows, like, what they thought they were going to be able to do if, like, they thought the transition was going to be able to happen quicker. And, you know, Lincoln, I'm sure at the time, felt like there's no way we're prepared to go to the SEC right now with with some of the things that I'm asking for and we're not getting. And, like, the, for lack of a better term, like, the the just size and scope of the programs that you're going to be competing against and the amount of money spent on facilities spent on staff spent on recruiting i you have you better gear up and get after those things you can't do it once you get into the sec you have to do it years in advance and i i don't know it sounds like he wasn't getting a lot of Yeses on the, the things that he There's, was asking
4: there, for. There was a quote. I, I'd love to give credit to whoever had it last week. I forget who it was. But there was a quote of, I, I guess, Joe C was interviewing Brent Venables for the head coaching job. And the question mm-hmm. was, what's your plan to win in the SEC? And I guess the rebuttal back, uh, rebuttal back was, what's your plan to win in the SEC? Kind of going right. on the line that you're talking about. like, What's your plan to to get things ready for the SEC? Yeah. Um, But speaking of Dip Snit, as the text line just said, (laughs) he is locked in a recruiting battle with OU that will be decided tomorrow at 11 a.m. Five-star running back, number one running back, Taylor Tatum. How locked in are you on this decision coming at 11 a.m.?
3: I am so locked in, I don't even know what to do with myself.
4: Same, same.
3: Number one running back in the country. And this is like, this is another thing that, you know, we had this conversation earlier in the show. I, People are noticing, like these coaches that they're talking about or they're asking in the SEC, is Oklahoma ready or do they know what they're getting into? I, this is just another one of those things. Up against USC for the number one running back in the country. If. If that's an OU commit tomorrow, that's going to be big news in the recruiting world, and that's just another bomb that's dropped, and they're becoming more and more regular. People absolutely are noticing.
4: Yeah. I'm trying to think of uh, how much that's happened so far. You got Jaden Jackson away from – well, I mean, really away from Texas, but Ohio State was in the final Florida. five. Right. Florida was in there, too. Miami. You got a five-star tight end from Alabama and Miami. Away from those two. If you get Winery. Hey, was it
3: USC in on him, too?
4: Yeah, I mean, he wasn't in the final three. Did they have a? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was mostly Bam and Miami. Um, but, okay. I mean, he transferred out to Millshoe's Feeder School, Los Alamitos. So, I mean, right, yeah, right, right. you did. Uh, if you get Winary, OU's favored to land Winery on August 1st, you'll beat Georgia for that one. Um, David Stone, you'll beat a lot of teams for that one. And Taylor Tatum, you'll beat USC for a number one running back. Yeah, they've they've fared well so far in head to head battles.
3: Yeah, well, some of those like 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 Winary and Stone, like if you win those, you didn't beat the, You beat everyone. Like right? those are schools where everyone. Just some schools recognize that they don't have a chance, right? It's not like they're not recruiting him because of whatever reason. They just recognize that they don't have a chance. Uh, if you pull that, you beat everyone in college football for him. He can go to any school that he wants to.
4: Now, this guy, so, this, this guy hasn't committed. He's only apparently – like OU's apparently in the lead for him, according to, to Parker, okay? But he is a five-star defensive lineman from the state of Louisiana. And if you know anything about Louisiana recruiting, not a whole lot of players, big-time players that LSU wants, gets out of the state of Louisiana. I, I bring this up. i brought it up a few times, but just kind of emphasize the point. Urban Meyer, when he was at Florida, once got mad at his, one of his recruiting staffers for scheduling a flight and a trip to him to Louisiana for a highly-ranked kid. What do you do when you're wasting my time? It's a highly-ranked kid that LSU wants. He's going to LSU. Like if if OU were to go to the state of Louisiana and get a five star defensive lineman that LSU really wants, and apparently they lead right now, long way to go, but they lead, dude, that would be now, that'd be big too.
3: Now hang on a second. You're telling me Oklahoma leads on a five star defensive tackle in Louisiana. Is that this year?
4: Twenty twenty four. Dominic McKinley, yes.
3: Where's that name been? Is that like is that a new development um
4: i don't know if that's not one of the names that i've heard well because you've just heard about stoner winery so much um yeah i don't i mean i don't know if it's been a new development i mean this kid 24 7 has him as a top 35 player overall from number
3: 31 player overall
4: from lafayette louisiana so that that'd be a big win man
3: whoo six five two ninety wow okay yeah i do like that um is this? Are they about to have like the biggest defensive line haul we've ever seen?
4: Yeah, we Parker and I have talked about that. They're, that opportunity is on the table right now, with Jaden Jackson and, and Nigel Smith from the state of Texas. He's a four star as well. You add, you already got Jaden Jackson. You add Nigel Smith, who OU's led on him for two years now. You get him. You get Danny Okoye in states. You get Stone, Winery, and Dominant McKinley. It'll be the best defensive line haul in this year's cycle and maybe the best OU's gotten in the recruiting rankings era. I don't think maybe it would be. It would be. Three five stars, it would be.
3: Yeah. And it's – that's crazy. And the Okoye kid, for a while he was out on Oklahoma, right? And then – what was it? He talked to someone and, and was like, okay, I need to reconsider, right? He
4: was out on OU, and then two months ago he came in the KREF studios after a visit to OU. And basically he was he said he was turned off by what was happening last year. It wasn't the only one. He was turned off, and then he started doing, like, weeks of research at, on OU as a program, this coaching staff, what they've been doing. Like, he did enough research to go back and say, okay, I need to circle back with these guys and give them another chance. So a couple of months ago, he took a visit here to OU unofficially. That really turned things around, and apparently OU's got a, a chance. He, he's going to visit OU again. He's going to visit OU in Alabama before his uh, senior year starts. But it sounds like, yeah, OU's back in the mix when at a time – it didn't even – it felt like at one time he wasn't even going to give them the time of day.
3: Right. Wow. Well. Wow.
4: But he did his own well, research, dude. He did his own. Like, I'm going to research this university, this football program, this coaching staff, and after all that research, it's like, yeah, I'm going to I, I'm going to get back in with these guys. I, I'm going to give them a shot.
3: Well, there you go, man. That's that's crazy that they are considered by not everyone, I'm sure, but right, Parker, he's not always right. No one in the industry is' there's, an but, audio,
4: there's a sound clip I'll cut out out of, con- right. out of context.
3: but he he's he doesn't wing it. So whenever he says that he feels like, "Oh, you leads on a guy, I you know I take that as pretty good information. Is it a guarantee that they lead? No, but it's pretty good information. And if they're thought to be leading on that many guys or at least in the fight, and on some of them for sure leading, like that's, those things tend to be, they gather momentum, and it feels like that's happening right now. That's good stuff. All right, quick timeout, more from the rush coming up, a couple of segments left. Here from Westwood, hanging out the turn grill. Come see us.
0: This is your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. At Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, the savings just keep getting better. And that's why you'll always
3: feel good about Landers. Plus, get 20% off MSRP on 2023 Ram 1500, 7,500 off 2023 Ram 2500, and 6,500 off the 2023 Jeep Compass during the Make This the Summer event going on now. So feel good and shop Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman at LandersCDJRNorman.com. Must finance with Chrysler Capital, WAC, CDL for details.
2: Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Belmar Golf Club offers a whole new world of recreation and excitement. Our Junior Olympic-sized swimming pool offers a family-friendly atmosphere with poolside food and beverages perfect for all types of summer pool parties. In addition to the best golf course in Oklahoma, Belmar is also a great place to hold corporate and fundraising events as well as magnificent and memorable wedding ceremonies. Call 405-364-0111 or stop by 1025 East Indian Hills Road and check out our first-class facilities and exceptional service.
0: The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered.
2: Yo, that's
0: crazy. From Norman to Lawton, Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond.
2: That's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away,
0: never miss a second with a K-Ref app.
2: And it's for anywhere and anytime at all. Search
0: K-Ref in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want when you need it with the K-Ref app. The Ref Sports Radio Network.
4: Hey guys, it's TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. It's July, that means temperatures are heating up for those pool parties, late trips, and cookouts with family and friends. And when you need a great selection of your favorite beer, wine, or liquor, do what I do and go see Kathy and her staff. They have a ton of specials and great advice when looking to try something new, like 10 types of Old Smoky Moonshine 1699. Joe's is open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and noon to 5 on Sunday, 1330 East Alameda in Norman. Or visit Joe's Wines and Spirits on Facebook for their
2: monthly specials. When the game is on the line, you need a team that you can count on. When injuries occur, you can count on the one team that knows sports medicine. Norman Regionals Ortho Central is your premier team of orthopedic specialists. With five highly trained orthopedic surgeons, three fellowship trained sports medicine physicians, and locations in Norman, Newcastle, and Midwest City, we'll work hard to get you back in the game. Ortho Central, number one in sports medicine and orthopedic care. Call 405-360-6764 and schedule an appointment today. Why? Why do we ignore the things that give us pause, that seem out of place, that don't feel right? The answer to why defines who we are. So if you see something, why do you say something?
4: I see say for
1: my friends.
2: For my community.
1: For my family.
2: For each other. Because all of this matters. We all have something worth protecting. So why do you see say? Report suspicious activity to local authorities. If you see something, say something.
0: Every two minutes, a woman in the US is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives.
1: they're certainly ready you know you guys know more about the ins and outs of their program right now but this is a team that prior to last season had our what had won five straight conference championships in the Big 12 going into 2021 And then in 2021, they won, I think, what, 10 games, 11 games, something like that. So they had a heck of a season in 21 uh, with Lincoln. So they're not very far off, that's for sure. Um, Certainly, this league is uh, is different. The line of scrimmages are, are different. Beyond the field, just the, the stadiums. And when I was talking about in my opening statement, just about this league, it's one thing I love about this conference just the stadiums that you get to go into every single Saturday. I saw a stat the other day where it's, you know, where the SEC led the country in average attendance per game, and it wasn't even close compared to the rest of the conferences. So realizing that every single Saturday you're going into a stadium that's got 70, 80, 90, 100,000 fans in it is uh, that'll be different, you know, for those teams coming in. But certainly feel like they're ready, they've uh, the great tradition. At that place, and um, and um, you know, excited about going back to Norman in 2024. We got a lot of football to play before then, but uh, they—that's a proud program with great leadership from under Joe Castiglione—and excited about having uh, OU and Texas in this awesome conference.
4: South Carolina head coach Shane Beamer earlier today saying, "Yeah, SEC is ready, or uh, OU is ready for the SEC." Is there one quote? There were a lot of quotes this week, a lot of OU centric quotes. Any quote among you know uh, among anything else that stick out to you? Mark talking hmm. about Drake Stoops, uh, Heipel's comments, Beamer's comments there. LSU's running back talking trash. I I thought
3: I liked that from Beamer. I thought that was interesting. You know, just. Um, talking about how the conference, like, Oklahoma will be ready, but that being said, the conference is different than the Big 12. Um, mentioned the line of scrimmage. Um, we all get that. We all know that. Um, and stadium Mentioned size. the stadiums. <laughs> line which, of
4: scrimmage and stadium.
3: Which got me thinking, you know, that is interesting, but does anyone audit – the actual seats in a stadium, because if there's not, why don't we just say we hold ninety five thousand?
4: I and I'm sure someone's not, like they've uh, added on seats, and it's really been about five thousand, and they added uh, quote unquote fifteen thousand. Yeah, there could be some that really aren't a hundred thousand plus. Sure,
3: because I got to tell you, and I was thinking about that as as that quote was going on. I, I remember as a player, I. One of the like the first thing I would do whenever I knew who we were playing that week is I would find out how many people their stadium held, because it's cool to go play in front of like huge numbers. So it's kind of the one thing that you're always looking at. That's probably and I know there's always this race to get to one hundred thousand just to say you have it. I mean, that kind of is a big deal. How many of your stadium holds?
4: Yeah, I guess the only time you ever got excited were a bunch of teams that aren't in the conference anymore. You saw Nebraska, and you said, oh, cool, yeah, let's go. You saw A&M yeah. and said, all right, yeah. Uh-huh. You saw Alabama, and you said, yeah, let's go. Um, and that's probably about it. Is that it? 2000, no one else? 2,000, no, you wouldn't have looked at Kansas State Cotton and bulb. said 50,000. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, but like true road games, I think those are probably the only three. Yeah, but no, it it is a funny point. Like, who knows if those are accurate? I am inclined to believe, seeing in those stadiums in person and on TV, that um, it, it, if it's a if it's a fib, it's not far off. Those stadiums are massive in that conference.
3: Oh, I know. And if th- there's one thing that we know for sure, there is guarantee- guaranteed guaranteed. To be a nerd somewhere out there that takes, like, the GPS overhead picture of the stadium and can, like, run some computer program on it and say how many people it actually holds. Yeah. I'm sure that actually is the I'm, thing.
4: I'm probably that nerd, by the way. Uh, by the way, some OU Men's Hoops updates on conference happenings. So their opponents were released today for next year's Big 12 slate. And I got to tell you, mm-hmm. man. I don't think it could have worked out any better for OU in terms of entertainment. So, they have five teams that are both home and away, so they'll play a home-and-home matchup with them. Uh, Four four teams that are home only, and four teams that they'll only play on the road. So, here's your home-and-away opponents. You'll play them in Norman and play them on the road once apiece. Cincinnati, Iowa State, Mm. Kansas, Mm. Oklahoma State, and Texas.
3: Dang, okay.
4: So that's good. Uh, I mean, you, yes. get, you get Kansas, OSU, and Texas at home. That's, you know, the three games that normally do the best attendance-wise.
3: In, home- isn't Iowa, Iowa State supposed to be really good, too?
4: Uh, I don't know how good Iowa State's going to be. Okay. Once you uh, hold that one off for a bit, mm-hmm. and I'll get back to you on it. Teams that you'll play home only. BYU, Texas Tech, West Virginia, and Kelvin Sampson and the University of Houston. You will play nice. Houston at the Lloyd. Yep, you'll play Houston at the Lloyd Noble Center this year. Uh away okay. only, you'll play Baylor, UCF, K State, and TCU all on the road. So I say that couldn't have worked out any better because you get to play OSU at home, you play Texas at home, you play Kansas at home, and it's the return of uh Kelvin Sampson, Hollis Price, Qantas White, and Kellen Sampson to Norman. It's perfect.
3: That's 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 perfect. It is. That's great. This conference in basketball is going to be absolutely freaking brutal. Brutal.
4: Four teams I cared thing. about. Four teams I cared about the most playing in Norman. You got them all. Yep. Bravo.
3: Um will uh Bill Huggins be uh, Bob Huggins. Sorry, will Bob Huggins be? Bill on Huggins the sideline is what he was calling
4: himself that night. <laughs> the night he right. got arrested with that breathalyzer. Uh,
3: will Will Bob Huggins be on the sideline for West Virginia when they come to town?
4: Yes, but not as officially the head <laughs> coach. He's just going to go around to each game and just assert himself as the head coach.
3: Just get the <laughs> the seat directly next to where the head coach sits. Sure, and, uh, son, or right move behind. Out
4: of the way. Yeah, he's going to move the other coach out of the way and just start coaching. He'll bring his own barstool and everything.
3: Oh, uh, that's great. Who wins the conference next year?
4: Same team that Does always Houston wins. Does Houston put it
3: into it? No. Are you,
4: you don't think Houston's going to beat KU? Um, what well, KU gets all the KU's is going to get all the calls in Mexico City as well, just like they do in the fog up there in Lawrence. No, KU will win the league like they always do, and it'll be disgusting, wow. and it'll suck, and I'll hate every bit of it. But yeah, last year in the conference, KU will win it once again.
3: You're telling me Self is in with the cartels as well to I, get the calls down to Mexico? I
4: thought I made a hot take earlier saying the thing I'm 100% certain on with the football team is that they're going to be able to rush the passer really well. I could uh-huh. just say that Porter Moser is going to win the conference and OU's last year in the league to up that up even further. There's a hot take for you.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be difficult there. This conference is... Whew. it's gonna be legit yeah all right quick timeout we will come back and wrap things up for the day here from Westwood stay with us the
0: word is spreading and the ref army is growing keep telling your friends and family that there's only-